Well, hello, boys and girls, and welcome back to this, the final episode of 2021 of the Listen Boys and Girls podcast. I cannot believe we are here again. (sighs) Time is just moving so quickly, and I am thankful for so many things. For those of you who are returning, you know that this is our December to remember, we always close the year with a feeling of gratitude, not just because there are so many things to be thankful for that we've already experienced, but as we anticipate the things to come, we're grateful for the opportunity, the ability, and the forethought, the insight, all of the things that we need to make our next year the best one yet. And so with that, I am closing this year with lessons learned. And that's also something to be very grateful for because we have experiences that we go through that teach us, that shape us, that change us, that contribute to who we are if we allow ourselves to absorb the information and apply the lesson. So I will have guests with me this week sharing their contribution to my 21 life lesson list for this year. We may have more than that, but I'm giving each person an opportunity to share what they've learned from 2021 and I'll share my list as well. But this evening, (laughs) I am joined by a phenomenal man who... I have been trying to connect with to record this podcast for so long. And so anyone who knows me knows that I believe all things happen as they should. And so he is one of my final guests for the year. I'm not going to steal his thunder. I'll let him introduce himself and let him tell you a little bit about himself. And then we will get into our life lessons for 2021 that we are so grateful for. Don't go away. You don't want to miss this. I already told my boys and girls that are listening how you have been so elusive. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to have you. I'm not going to steal your thunder. I told them that I would let you introduce yourself and tell them what you want them to know. And then we'll get into it because this is a great ending to a great year. And so I'm thankful to have you. Um, Of course, as you and I have discussed and continue to talk about um, connecting, I I believe all things happen as they should. And so this is the time that you're supposed to be here. So tell the good folks who you are. Well, first of all, I'm honored to be here. Um, It's it's truly an honor to be on your platform. My name is James Lampkin, and I'm the host of a podcast called Conversations with Lamp and my podcast is interview style so i basically interview different guests whether it be doctors lawyers musicians um influencers life coaches things like that it's a great podcast by the way so guys you have to check them out you should like and subscribe it's an amazing um podcast he has a plethora of guests from all walks of life all levels of experience just great, great contributions to conversations. So definitely want you guys to check him out as well. And so as I mentioned, we had been talking about him coming on and just, you know, having a caring conversation, you know, how how I do. I like to talk about things that 
are close to the heart, but also relatable to everybody because we're all human and we're all going through this experience and what an experience it has been for these last two years. But today, as we move through the last week of 2021, I am just focused on the gratitude that I have for making it through last year and the year before and being here today. But more than that, um, just talking about some of the really powerful lessons that have been extracted from this year. You know, we learn lessons all of the time, or at least we should, but we have experiences that teach us all of the time. And so I am talking with my guests this week about what they have learned. And of course, you don't have to give me 21 things, but I'm focused on the 21 top lessons from those that I speak with um, that, that came out of this year. So just thinking about all that you've experienced, I know that you just recently moved back to the area. So there's a lot of things I'm sure that you've learned, but I just want to know when you think about being grateful and being thankful and this particular year, what, what stands out, what jumps out right to the forefront for you? For me, I'm so grateful for family. I'm grateful for employment because for a while, I wasn't working. I was still trying to find my way. Um, I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful for my mom's stability. I'm grateful for my wife. Um, just having a partner who understands me, who wants to see me grow and wants the best for me. I'm. That's one of the things. That's probably what I'm most thankful for. I, that's awesome. I love to hear that. You know, I don't think um, people who are married are celebrated enough. There's so much negativity and turmoil that's um, highlighted and, and people gravitate to those kind of stories and people want to see people doing bad and falling apart. But I love to hear, especially men, talk about the gratitude that they have for the, the stability and the strength and the structure of a committed relationship, especially in marriage, because, again, so many marriages fall apart for different reasons. But to hear a young black man saying that he's grateful for his marriage and thankful for his wife and the foundational uh, process that you all have and wanting to support each other and make sure that you grow together and grow stronger and both have success is is really powerful, I think, because, again, so many people, I mean, whether they be celebrity, Joe Blow down the street, you know, whether it be secular or a religious setting people are focused on the negative and you know it's so much of that that we don't have to contribute to it so I'm always grateful to hear stories of people who are real people just being grateful for each other because we we do so much individually but it's so much more um, powerful when you can connect with someone who knows you and like you said wants to see you grow wants your success and helps you to that end. How long have you guys been married? Uh, 18 years. Wow, that's that's a blessing. Yep. And and so, uh, obviously, you were married young because, you know, <coughs> you're not an old person. <laughs> Depending on who you ask. <laughs> <laughs> right, because some of the younger people would be like, yeah, they old. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. You, you you married at a time where a lot of maybe your friends and family and other people weren't even thinking about marriage, right? Yeah, I got, I'm, so I'm 41 now. I got married when I was 23. Wow. And to still be with the same woman who is, 
obviously a wonderful woman. I've seen pictures. I haven't met her in person, but I know she gave us a lot of time when we recorded my podcast with you. Yeah. She gave me a lot of time with a lot of people. (laughs) But but definitely, I mean, a 20, I remember when I was 23 and although I have always wanted to be married in theory, I know at 23, I was not anybody's wife material. Although, you know, I, I say that uh, loosely and a lot of people will probably give me grief about saying wife material because, you know, from my perspective, I, I do believe that there's a biblical construct about marriage and, and that the, those are my perspectives and my beliefs. But I know at 23, I wasn't thinking about that. You know, I know that I was having a fun time. I was doing all kind of things, hanging out and all that, that kind of thing. But at 23, you know, that's a very young age, but it's very um positive as well because you are coming into yourself you're growing and you're learning things about yourself and to be connected to somebody at at that time in that framework of your life experience it can go either way (laughs) you know it could go either way so I'm glad to hear that you have been connected and stay connected for such a long time and obviously continue to grow with each other so from from the marriage perspective, what's the greatest lesson that you've learned, um, especially, like I said, I know you guys just um, had some movement. So what's mm-hmm. the greatest lesson from the marriage perspective that you can share? Um, the greatest lesson I've learned is that you have to want the best for your partner, mm-hmm. even if even if it's maybe not be the best for you. And the reason I say that, because there's some some decisions that you both have to make where it's not the best for you. Um, it may not be the most comfortable for you, but you know, in the long run, it's the best for the team. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's all about really making your, your spouse happy and doing right by them. Cause if you, because a lot of people will look at it like, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, a lot of people have a problem with the saying happy, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a problem with that a little bit, but I'm not, <laughs> but I see, I, I think the problem, about it. <laughs> the, see, I think the problem is people don't understand it. Because when you, this is, this is my opinion, <laughs> but when you get, when you make a woman happy, when you give her the, when you give her the, your best, she'll give you more than what you can ask for. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. But from a woman's perspective, and some women may disagree with me, I, I take the road of happy spouse, happy house. Because it's not all about the wife, because although, you know, many people say the man runs the household, you know, he's the he's the head of the household, but the woman is the neck. I get that. But but I recognize that in a partnership or in a in, in a marriage that honors both spouses, you have to true compromise, like you said. But at the same time, communication is so key. You know, being on the same page before you get married is is a part of that too. Knowing who that person is, of course, you're going to grow, you're going to change. But fundamentally, knowing that you're connected to the right person, because if we are from the onset, two different people with two different mindsets, two different concepts of what togetherness and unity mean, then we're going to be having all kinds of problems to begin with. So I, I definitely agree with what you're saying about investing in your, your wife and making sure that her needs are met and those things and that she feels supported and that she feels comforted. 
I always have a challenge with anybody saying making anybody happy because that's something you have to do for yourself, which is a lesson that I've learned. No matter what, no matter who you're connected to, if that person, if your happiness is contingent upon a person, you will always be chasing it because nobody is 100% all of the time. So if you are looking for percent on a day you need them to be 100% and they only have 70 then you're going to be short so you have to bring with you everything you need to be happy now to be enriched and enhanced and and you know made better by your partner is ideal so I don't think that's specific to the wife but a lot of people do have that perspective that okay well I'm just do whatever to make her happy and I'm not saying <laughs> that's what you're saying but what what I have experienced in my own, and obviously I'm not married, but what I've experienced in some of my committed relationships that there wasn't really a lot of communication that was fruitful. I've had partners that just said, you know, whatever, I'm going to just do it because I don't want to hear her mouth <laughs> or I'm going <laughs> to just do it because then she'll be, she'll be, um, you know, she'll be happy with me. Well, all of those things are okay to say but again I come from the perspective of happy spouse happy house in the scenario needs to be able to say that they benefit they everybody needs to say I I feel honored everybody needs to be able to say you know I know that they have my best interest at heart even if what I want to do is not always what they want to do their level of commitment and compromise are at the place that will allow us to move forward all the time instead of backwards. Yeah. And I, th- I think, and here's the thing that I think a lot of people miss too. Um, a lot of times when men, men will say that, but uh, the right woman, because if you ask my wife, she'll say whatever, you know, I just want to make sure he's happy. Mm-hmm. So she would probably answer with the happy, she would answer with the happy spouse because she doesn't, I don't think she knows that saying, but she makes sure that I'm happy. Like we both make sure that each other is happy, but the happy wife, happy life thing been around so long yeah. that, you know, it, it's, it's just, you know, it's easier to say, cause it's just been around so long. You can't just be saying stuff. That's easy to say lamp. <laughs> you can't, well, but, but for me, but see, here's the thing for me, it is true. Yeah. Like yeah, it, I before, it. because I do want to make sure my wife is happy, but in turn, she always makes sure I'm happy. That's why I said it's it, it's gonna it, there's gonna be times where you both are not you know the, the decision there's tough decisions that you have yeah. to make as a unit. Of course, and you of may course. not be happy about that decision, but you you have to understand what's best for, you are, for both. You're people. right. You are absolutely right, and that 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 I think is the the basis of good communication understanding that it's not all about you it's not all about them it's about you as a you know when you say i do to a person you're saying i do to a a litany of things not just oh yeah i want to be you know i want to take their last name or i want to give them mine it's about saying i want to share my life with this person the life experience is not all good it's not all bad it's not all easy I'm going to be with you on this ride, however it goes, and we're going to do it together and we're going to do it the best that we can, mm-hmm. you know? And so I honor that. I really think it's a beautiful thing. And I, you know, I'm like the Hallmark channel 
um, aficionado. <laughs> I love all the romantic business, but I know that, you know, real relationships are not Hallmark movies. And so no, <laughs> a lot of times, you, you know, you run into very challenging situations. So for 2021, because and I'm I'm focused on the marriage part because I love, I really do, and I, I think that it's a beautiful thing, and I love to see it done well. And I know nobody's perfect, so there isn't a perfect marriage. But I do love to talk with um, young black men who are committed to this process. And so, from the perspective of this year, what would you say has been your most challenging? thing as a as a married couple in this 2021 year um wow i would say the move okay um because i know deep down that my wife we so we, we moved from we moved back to the dc area from california Oof. and i know my wife really didn't want to mm-hmm. but because she loved california her and my daughter they love california but me not so much so are you both from here or we're both from here, yes. Okay, yep. okay. But it's just California is a different way of living and it, it suits cool. my wife better. Okay. But for me, it just wasn't the right place. But I like I knew that. But I, I but I didn't know that until we got there. You know, you okay. know, sometimes you don't know things until you get there. That's true. But the, the the biggest thing was we had to go because that was the best move for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in 2000, December 2019, when we left, that was the best move for her. Okay. In June 2021, when we came back, that was the best move for me. Okay. So, you know, that that's just how a marriage goes. It's, you know, you're going to face those challenges. And, but at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you both. So do you think, um, after I understand that at that time, it was a, a more advantageous situation for her. And then, of course... Like you said, she and your daughter ended up loving it there. And I know at this time, it's better for you to be here. Do you think in the future there's a, a possibility of going back? No. Um, I shouldn't have answered that quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, dang. <laughs> so it, 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 it depends. Um, my do- Well, if, if we were to move back, it would be when my daughter is older, she's finished school, and she's gone on with her life we Maybe wouldn't do it in in um cali yeah that's a possibility <laughs> but again it, it would have to be it would have to be something where um where we, we both want to go what i would go because there was it wasn't that i did like i i didn't dislike california because i like california but i just felt like my life was here Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna the things that helped me grow will be here, and it just worked out that way. Like, um, my wife's job turned into work at home, so but so God made it where we could come home. You know. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes God just aligns. Not sometimes, all the time. God oh, yeah. puts you where you need to be. And Absolutely. Even when it time, doesn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, and at that time we needed to be in California, but now it was time for us to come back here. And and we don't know the future. I mean, we know what we want. We know what we plan. But sometimes God has a plan for us that we don't even see coming. And the curveball comes and it takes us for a little, it, I mean, it, it knocks us off our square. But 
a lot of times that is exactly what we need to be realigned with what's best for us and his will for us. So, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful for a lot of the things that have been challenges that in retrospect, you can look back and say, you know what, I, I'm thankful for that because had this not happened, then this wouldn't have happened. And if this wouldn't have happened, then that wouldn't happen. And so there are many domino effects that we see as one thing after another, after another, after another. But if we really honor the place that God has in perspective, he aligns us with everything that we need to one, grow, uh, to connect and to prosper. He, he, he does that even when it doesn't feel like it. And that's one of the lessons that I've learned from 2021 is that, you know, you have to trust that God wants the best for you. We are so conditioned by our experiences with people and our disappointment with people and our challenges with people that we often forget how much God loves us and has a plan for us that we don't even think about. You know, I think, I think we take for granted our movement through this process and we think we do everything. We think we making all these moves, but I think we, we lose sight of the fact that there's a whole experience planned for us that works out far better than we could (laughs) plan for ourselves. But we still try to, um, you know, freestyle it and and do what we want to do because we don't, acknowledge that there's a better way for us if we if we allow ourselves to be aligned with what's best for us yeah it's hard it's hard oh for sure it's definitely hard you know because we are stubborn and we want what we want and we believe i I don't think there are any people who don't uh feel that they're right (laughs) you know that's how (laughs) that's the perspective we all come from you know we don't go out and say oh i'm wrong but i'm a roll with it (laughs) you know that's usually not what we say but sometimes we are wrong and we do keep rolling with it. And that's how we get into situations that are not good for us. But (laughs) when we stop and say, you know what, I, you know, I I, I could be wrong. Identify that there are other ways, you know, because one of the, um, one of the conversations from this year with a couple of friends and associates was, you know, uh, one is still nine, five plus four is nine. You know, (laughs) seven plus two is nine. You know, there there are different ways to get to the outcome that you are interested in. But if your way is 10 minus one and my way is seven plus two, I won't readily see your 10 minus one as the way. Yeah. But that's where the maturity and the communication and the collaboration and honoring people where they are helps us to have the perspective that if we're trying to make it to the same place, let's just talk about how we get there. Cause I might, I, I may have never considered 10 minus one. Yeah. That's a good point. You know? And I think that's where we miss step a lot because so many people, myself included, have been so committed to their own way of thinking as the right way, not a right way, but the right way <laughs> that we, <laughs> we miss the chance to learn from someone or miss the chance to communicate with a person to broaden our our experience to broaden our understanding yeah i agree you know and it's just it's unfortunate that we don't pause enough and i think 
coming through and continuing to move through a pandemic has taught us lots of things about connection, about communication, about vulnerability, about consistency, about a lot of things that we may have taken for granted prior to this opportunity to pause. Yeah. You know, even though we're much better now than we were, you know, a year ago. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're still not. We're still not. Eh, remains to be seen. I will say some 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 things are much better. Um, other things, you know, are just as bad, if not worse. But we yeah. have perspectives from this two years that we never had prior. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. We just have more more perspective, and we're getting used to it. That's, I think, that's the main thing. And the thing about adaptation and changing or making sure that you adjust is that's a that's a fundamental skill across not just this time frame or this situation being able to adjust and have pliability and being able to say okay this is how it was but this is now how it is and this is how it might be in the future and being able to look at yourself in all of those scenarios and recognize the changes that you need to make that is a skill that is priceless because if you remain so rigid, this is who I am, this is who I've been, this is how I'm going to be, <laughs> then you are going to lose every time. Yeah. You're going to lose. And this, I think this experience is teaching us that more and more and more. And if we're willing to learn the lesson and become pliable, because as long as you're alive, you can learn something new. Yeah, that's true. You know, I really believe that. Now, we get complacent and don't want to learn anything new, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you get left behind. Because if you say, okay, you know, I'm good. I'm, you know, I have a friend that is like, <laughs> not for anything new. They're just like, nah, what has been working is working. I ain't going to try to fix it because it's not broken. But the very uh, fact that you won't try anything new is broken. That's kind of scary. It is very scary. I saw a meme to be is the same place you were in this time last year. I was like, oof. <laughs> you know, because if you are stagnant, you know, there there's only a few other options after stagnant if you choose not to grow. Yeah. You know, and if, if we consider that we make the choice not to grow, then we're making the choice to die where we are. And mm -hmm. that should never be the, the option. Yeah, that's that that's definitely not the option. <laughs> you know, if you have another choice, we, we should make it. But then again, some people feel that there's nothing wrong with staying the same. And and fundamentally, I mean, you know, some principles and some things that we know that we can base our structure on shouldn't change but as we experience different things we should be expanding we should be growing we should be including new things into our experience that make us better you know well and but one thing well see i think one thing that happens with people too is um they get comfortable with the results they get yeah. like you know it you could be at you could be on a scale of one to ten you could be at seven and you're happy with that seven 
and there's steps you could take to get to the 10, but taking those steps would, you might fail a couple times. You may put yourself in some uncomfortable positions. So rather than push for the 10, you just settle for that seven. And, and I don't disagree with you, but you said the operative word in that whole. Oh, settle. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's what it really boils down to. We have to be honest with ourselves and we have to say, you know what? I can be better or I can settle. And that, and we, if we start talking to we, to ourselves and not necessarily each other, but you know, you might get cussed out if you start telling somebody else that they settle, but we got to start with us first. If we have with ourselves, okay, I'm at this place. I know I could be at that place. That place is going to take some more effort, but that place will be more fruitful or I can just settle. If we don't have those honest conversations with ourselves, we're going to placate and and act as if settling is a good thing. You know, some people will take that settling as being successful right where they are. And I won't argue with a person who feels that they are, are at the best place that they can be because I truly believe that everybody can be better. Yeah. But if a person has chosen to stay where they are and like we said, settle for the results that they've gotten, that's a whole different situation. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But it it is definitely the truth that each and every one of us have to question ourselves. Are we pushing for better or are we settling? Because sometimes we can look at our settling as being better than where we've been you know, before ever. And we feel like, okay, well, I'm better than I was five years ago. Well, that should be true. But are you going to stay there and in five years still be in that same position? Because then you're not better than you were, you know, in, in a different version of yourself. You're staying the same, which is choosing to really be a lesser version of yourself because you know that there's more that can be done. Well, one thing too that I don't know if you're going, maybe you did, maybe you did account for it, maybe not. But people on the outside who see you, who see where you're at, and they compliment and they congratulate you where you're at. So because of their accolades and because of their praise, it makes you even more comfortable with selling where you're at. That that's true, you know, and it's it's really complacency, and you have to be your own barometer. You can't let somebody else's assessment of you cloud your judgment and you can be clouded in a good or bad way someone who doesn't want to see you be better can definitely you know give you all the glaze where you are because they don't want you to be any better yeah oh you good you good oh you doing it you doing it. (laughs) you know they buzz you up right where you are because they don't want you to go any further yeah i i have experienced that personally yeah and (laughs) and it could be it could be that and it could be and it also could just be they can't because because of their limitations, or they they it's not even that they they uh they don't want to see you that way. They have a hard time seeing you that way. Like their mind, like their vision for you is not that big, which it shouldn't matter to you. But they're communicating what they see for you. For sure, it's, it's like no, oh man, he's good, but I can't see him being that. You know, for sure. I mean, and a lot of I won't say that everyone's um, commentary comes from a malicious place because it doesn't. There are people 
who have come from like I'm from Detroit right and so you know there are people who I grew up with who I was actually shoulder to shoulder with going to the same schools and all those kinds of things who are in different places than I am and I've you know not to be braggadocious or anything like that but there are people who I was shoulder to shoulder with at that at you know in certain experiences who will say to me oh you you doing this you doing that oh you good you good no I'm I'm I am thankful for where I am but I also know that there is something else for me that God wants me to do that God created me to do and to be sometimes so disappointed in myself because I know that this is not the best version of Donna Gales. And so I have to, like I just said, have the real conversation with myself. Are you, are you going to be okay with settling for where you are just because it's better than where somebody else uh, thinks you should be, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody else has given you this, this, accolade that oh you you're this or you're that or you met no you can't none of that matters because at the end of the day it's just you and god yeah and god knows where you're supposed to be (laughs) and even when you aren't he loves you and he gives you grace to try to get you where you need to be but it's always a choice and so if we're honest with ourselves and i try to be as as best i can sometimes i do tell myself a little uh lie every now and then and that's not good but i'm just being honest and you know like i said oh i'm really trying to lose this weight well (laughs) (laughs) eggnog shakes milkshakes are not the way to lose the weight i'm in on losing weight (laughs) but i'm just saying you know i i know i know what it looks like when you really want to do something and i can't say i'm not saying it you know, to the perspective of someone else, I know what it looks like when I really want to do something. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I know what it looks like when I'm aligned with the the source and the creator of who I'm supposed to be. And I know when I'm way off. And so these are conversations that we have to have honestly with ourselves. And that for me in this 2021 has been one of the biggest lessons. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. If you not trying to lose the weight, say, I, I know I need to, but I ain't really, I'm not trying right now. You know, that that's yeah. the honest truth. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and those are the things that get you to where you need to be. Not saying, well, you know what? I'm trying, but I don't even know what's going on. What? You don't know what's going on? <laughs> when you at the um, <laughs> wing stop at 10 o'clock at night, you don't know what's going on? <laughs> First of all, that's outside of your intermittent, intermittent fasting window. Second of all, you know, but but that's this, this conversation sound personal. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta be personal. And that's that is really my biggest lesson for 2021. That is it's just that, Lamp. It's it's you got it's gotta be personal. It cannot be about what anybody else thinks or sees or wants, or it's it's about none of that because you can do every single thing that somebody else wants you to do and still not be doing anything you're supposed to do. And not be happy in the process. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, for me, I don't, I'm not a resolution person because I feel like you start doing what you need to do whenever you realize you need to do it or you don't. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, I'm just making decisions every day, one by one, <laughs> to enhance, increase, to promote, to change, and to get me closer to who I'm supposed to be. I, I know that I'm not the worst I've been. I know I'm not the best I've been, but where I am, I'm not 
I'm not going to settle for. I'm going to continue to reach for what God has for me in the version of myself that he created. Mm. Amen. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm not there yet, but I know I can get there if we I are, really want to. We are trying to get there. Well, with that, I want to give you the opportunity to just share with the boys and girls in closing. If you had one final thought to share with everybody in the whole world as your closing thought for 2021, what would, would it be? Man. I would say operate with love and purpose. That's awesome. I love it. Operate with love and purpose. I, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm not going to steal it, but I'm, I'm going to embody that. You can have it because I, I don't know. I guess God gave it. Not guess. God gave it to me, so you can take it. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to embrace it. I won't say take it because I will. That that has a negative connotation. But I will embrace it because when we do operate with love and purpose, everything aligns. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna embrace that. You'll hear it again, but I will say I got it from you. Oh, <laughs> you got it from God. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a monitor, but just make. But I get God the credit because He the one put it on my brain to say so. Well, I am thankful, and like I said, I know all things happen as they should, and we have been playing this um, ring around the rosy, trying to get connected. <laughs> <laughs> You stood me up 45 times. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because people go really think you had me believe it. I stood you up. <laughs> we just, you know, we, we made a couple of commitments and things just came up. You know, I had I ended up having the flood in my unit. Then I had the mold remediation. I had all this stuff going on. Then I had to change the time and it just wasn't the best time. But I know that it was purposeful for you to close me out this year. And that is because this operate with love and purpose is very, very powerful. And so if we had spoken any other day, that might not have been something that you offered to my listeners. So, yeah. so I'm thankful. And with that, I will say what I've always said. If you listen, boys and girls, it just might change the world. It is changing mine. And I'm so thankful. Again, tell the boys and girls about your podcast where they can listen so that we can get you um, some more subscribers because it is a great podcast. Well, thank you. Um, the podcast, well, first of all, you can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. And I'm also on Facebook conversations with lamp. And the podcast is on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And I'm looking to expand the Spotify and more platforms in 2022. So, look out for that as well all right well we will be praying with you for that increase and we want to thank you so much for adding to our conversations and giving us some life lessons to hold on to as we move through our experience into a new one and we're all going to be moving and operating with love and purpose all right y'all happy new year see you on the other side